0: The All82 Podcast is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know Warriors ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers that shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. The app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download GameTime and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Warriors are on a four-game road trip coming up. Maybe you can catch them in a nearby city. Hello and welcome back to a resilient version of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Lottery teams typically in the NBA are much more dangerous at home. Um, And the Warriors are. And Tim Kawakami is here to talk about another Warriors loss. Another... Premium tank loss. You cover the Vegas spread. You keep it close. You keep the crowd invigorated. They were they were good yeah, tonight. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you, uh, get a star hurt, by the way, which is uh, yeah, maybe not a part of the tank, but uh, yeah, they played hard. You know, they could see, I, I was saying this early on. They're, they're going to win some games at home because you do. This NBA, is the Portland. NBA. Yeah, this is the, the, in the NBA. You win home games. I've seen a lot of crappy teams win. You know. 15, 18, 20, 20, you know, 24 road game. I mean, it's like it, you can do it. It's just catch a team when it's a little flat. And Kemba Walker was obviously not shooting the ball well tonight. Some of the other guys weren't at top form. And Warriors played hard for three and a half quarters, played well. They rallied back even when they got down uh, early in the late in the third, early in the fourth. They got some guys who can make some plays. They just can't make them all the time, and Boston's a very good team. Maybe not a great team, but a very good team. And Jason Tatum <laughs> was pretty good at the end. Campbell Walker, it's a big. You know, those are better players than the Warriors have right now. But um, as far as the big picture for the Warriors, play hard. You see some players develop. Maybe you see one first-round choice struggling, but you, you get to see if he's going to get through this. We'll see if Jordan Poole gets through it and – Instead of just like, okay, you had a bad game, you're not going to play for 10 games. You know, clearly, if the Warriors were better, that's what would happen. Let's see if he can find his way out of this thing. Uh, news of the night, D'Angelo
0: Russell, who was struggling. Uh, one of his worst games, he had been going through a hot streak recently. I believe he had eight turnovers, maybe nine. 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 Career high nine, I believe. Yeah, and I think yeah. on either the eighth or the ninth, he injured his right thumb. Uh, played through it for a few possessions, comes to the bench, Gets. starts getting it looked at. Um, goes to the back, and that has been a spooky sight for Warriors uh, fans this year. is another star, as you mentioned, just kind of trudging to the back with, you know, Rick Celebrini or one of the trainers. And Bob, Myers, Yoder,
1: Bob Myers goes back there. Ten minutes yeah. later, somebody
0: comes out, <laughs> whispers to Bob Myers, and he follows
1: along into the back. That is the usual sign that he's going to be out for a few games. When, when Bob Myers gets hears, gets word of it and goes in the locker room, that means he's not coming in back in the game, and he's going to miss a few. But that's the way, you know, this season has gone. X-rays negative, though, you yeah, know? Last yeah. time that was Steph Curry
0: going back there yeah. and you hear it break. This yeah. time you hear X-rays negative, uh, sprain. You never know with the sprain thumb. Again, like you said, I, look. do I think he's going to play next game? No, but I don't think there's
1: going to be an extended yeah. absence either. No, and... You know, he wasn't playing well. He was throwing the ball. Like, I mean, a couple of those passes that Draymond were unbelievably. He's
0: got bad. Kind of, some kind of like
1: Steph in him. You know, yeah. with like the kind of oh, no looks, look flipped flip. It out of yeah, one handed. Uh, Skill
0: guys kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's
1: like yeah, they play in a rhythm. They play in like they're used to being able to do things freely and easily. One too good, but you know, he'll he'll come back. See, see if he can put. You know, even has been playing. Very well, at least offensively for for a little spell here. We'll we'll see if he can come back when he's up. Defensively, I thought he was terrible again tonight. Uh, the, but the team was better, defensively, way better than, than it had been. They made a so, lineup change. Yes, yes. They get Jordan Poole out of there, which we can talk about more, and put Pascal in there as a, as the three, next to Draymond as the four. I, I like those two together. And Glenn together.
0: Robinson as the two. Like, yeah, that's but, a
1: big, yeah. suddenly a kind yeah. of big lineup. It's a big lineup. And Glenn Robinson becomes your kind of defensive length guy, which I don't know that he was known for in his career. But he's got, you know, he's not terrible on defense.
0: He's had a like we're not gonna talk about him. He's not that interesting. He's not that good, but he's had an okay yep. season. He started every game. He's just kind of like he's not uh, like bad out there. No. I remember at the beginning of the year, you were a little surprised by how poorly he was yep. finishing at the rim, but that seems to have at least subsided a little bit. He at least just gives them 30 minutes
1: where you just you don't shake your head at. Yeah, exactly. And maybe some defense, which I wouldn't have guessed. And Alec Burks is giving him some defense, and Alec Burks is giving him some kind of hard-earned offense, like not the the find offense, not the stand outside, wait for someone to make a play, I'll oh, shoot. It's like I gotta dig in, take two hard dribbles, lean into a guy, create separation, and try to get some. He's not gonna, he's not gonna be, you know, really high efficiency at that, but he can do it. You know, you're, we're seeing some guys who can and some guys who can't. Pascal can try to do it. That's important, and you can imagine as he gets, you know, more and more experience, those buckets will really be there. The three balls falling off for him, but that he wasn't going to shoot, be shooting fifty percent. You gotta trade him before. <laughs> yeah. uh, but some he does some other stuff, and again, I, I like Draymond plus Pascal plus Spellman. Did not play a lot in in this game, but I kind of liked that I, the big shoulder lineup, man. You know, they bounce around, and, and if. They can cover the floor. You know, we'll see how Pascal can defend the three and spread the floor, shooting wise. Maybe not great, but I, I like it. it's scrappy. I mean, especially at home, you bounce around, the crowd goes crazy, you make a bucket, you you play tough defense, you get defensive rebounds, which they have not been great at. You get some offensive rebounds. I think it's interesting. You see Spellman's line. He had seven offensive rebounds in 11 yeah, minutes. It's, it's, I'm surprised he only played 11 minutes. I, I am surprised by that. Kerr went with Collie Stein down the stretch. Uh, I was a little surprised by that. Maybe he just was going – I think he goes for Collie Stein when he wants length. But Spellman was, like, bopping around in there. I mean, he was second ever. He, he, he was,
0: seems like once every three games he's just got high energy, yep. you know, and maybe yep. he, he expends it and then it's, like, won't be there. He's kind of a little sluggish. But when he has the high energy, like, he's, he's like, immediate, like, regular impact. It was funny. He was so – Amp tonight, so he gets his seventh offensive rebound, gets to the line, uh, makes the first free throw, misses the second, or no, 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 makes the second free throw, but as he shoots it, he sprints in to get his own rebound, and they call it a lane violation. violation. Yeah. It's like, I've never, have you seen
1: a guy get his own lane violation on a made free throw? On a No, I have not. I've seen like it bounces up and he knows it's a miss, but we have Ethan Strauss who decides to join us here, by the way. Uh, but uh, I, I thought that this is, like, I really think we're, the you know, It's short-stamp. I mean, we don't see the whole thing. We'll, we'll see how 82 games is. But I think we're really seeing some defining things out of these young players. So taking Burks and Robinson and, and Colley Stein, I think, out of it. We're going to have our own judgment of that. But I think we're really seeing Pascal as a keeper. Again think, tonight. You know, he was going right at Grant out. Williams. Exactly. I, think, I think Kai Bowman is becoming something like someone that you could see at the back end of a rotation. And we're not seeing much out of Jordan Poole. Those three guys are pretty important. You know, we'll see how they are for the future. But I think we're seeing this beginning over now. You know, this is 10 games, and that's the importance of the season. Let's see it over 80, but every night Pascal gives you something. There are nights when Jordan Poole gives you absolutely nothing. Tonight was one of them, and it's, it's an important way to judge who these guys are.
0: Yeah, uh, Ethan, you're here, and this is a good time to start that conversation. Jordan Poole, one of seven tonight. Um, He was entered the night shooting 28% overall, 28% for three. That only goes down. Uh, And, you know, I looked at the numbers. I'll probably put it in my postgame thing. 65 of his 71 threes were either what the NBA.com slash stats defines as open, which is, you know, defender within four to six feet or wide open, which is defender between six and uh, or nobody within six feet of you. And he's shooting, you know, sub 30% on those type of shots. So this guy is just missing wide open shots. And he was built as a shooter.
2: That was supposed to be his one ready NBA skill. Yeah, there was a sequence down in LA that was especially brutal where uh, he missed a few in a row where he was just being spoon fed wide open looks. And. It would be easier to dismiss as a short-term problem and just a, a slump, I think, if the misses were, were more accurate, if they were rattling in and out. But a lot of these aren't close. Um, now, I'm no shot doctor. Uh, I'm not Chip England. Uh, I, when it goes in, it looks pretty good. It looks like a good, smooth yeah, he, shot.
0: To me, looks good when he's – like, it doesn't – even if it's clanging terribly off the rim, like – I I know Tim doesn't think so. I kind of think the motion looks good. It looks like a fluid shot. Well, I don't like the motion.
2: To go. At, at, at the very least, the free throws is as a career free throw shooter, it's been pretty good. And right now, it's just a big mystery. It's 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 bizarre. And unlike if we want to compare it for positivity's sake to a Trey Young situation last season, you could see elite level, best passer in the league kind of potential from Trey Young. You're not really getting that. His value is his shot. That is his primary value. So um, I think it, it would be a more concerning situation if they weren't getting so much out of Pascal so far. It would look like they were potentially coming up completely empty on the draft. Right now, it's not a positive indicator. Certainly, it is. I think concerning, but he does have a lot of season and a lot of minutes to turn it around. You, you gave up on Smiley G already. Oh, I mean, you haven't yeah. even seen a I play. Know, is smiley? that? Oh uh, yeah, we got we got to see more Smiley. I'm not sure how Smiley's going to fit into the plans. He's a strange. I mean, he's an interesting guy because he almost goes against. The grain of the Euro stereotype because he's he's not a shooter and he's super athletic and just plays hyper aggressively. So I don't know how Smiley's going to fit into the plans, but uh, yeah, I'll be curious to see. I don't think they know how yeah. Smiley is going to no, fit in
0: plans. I don't plan. think he knows. I mean, he's 19. You know what he's going to do? He's going to bake in the oven that is Santa Cruz for a while. I mean, he's a while away. Uh, Tim, uh, Jordan Poole, I mean, you can mention what you think about his shot motion and also just like. You know, where were you at the beginning of the season on what you thought he could maybe be and like how much has what's happened kind of decreased your your thoughts on his like maybe even his ceiling?
1: Yeah, you don't want to go too far on it. It is early in the season. He's not a you know, he's a young player still, but I, I think that motion needs to quicken up and tighten up. And I think that's part of the problem he's having. Even on the wide open ones, he's thinking about instead of a six foot three slow Big Ten, you know, defensive player coming out. He's got a six-eight, long, lengthy guy jumping at him, even on the open ones. And I don't know that he's feeling real comfortable. It's obvious he's not feeling real comfortable, and it's it's a little bit of a shot put. It's a it's a little. I mean, you can do this in the NBA, but it's tough. And then when you got to quicken it up, then you're out of motion, and that's when we see the terrible shots. I think he's a little slow with the shot, and you know they probably knew that coming in, and maybe they're going to tinker with it with a little bit, but. It's not a quick release. It's not a high release. And I think he's having some issues with that against, you know, again, lengthy, speedy NBA defenders. I don't know that it's going to be, you know, again, at some point you would think he'd go five or six from three. As much as he's shooting. He, yeah, that and just, he's really not ever done that.
0: Yeah, he had that random three-for-three three in the first in the quarter Clip- in New Orleans. And okay, then the
1: Clippers game, right, didn't he? Oh, no. Spurs, yeah,
0: yeah, I think well, it was okay, good. But yeah. but but the, to me, his only, his best moment so far was uh, Steph was still healthy, and they had gotten blown out those first two games, just gotten blown out in Oklahoma City, and they put him in the starting lineup, which was a big surprise. They went super small. It was Steph, D'Angelo, um, and him. And, you know, he had three threes in that first quarter, really spaced the floor, but ever since then. I You know, I, I do think Steph's absence hurts him, maybe a little bit, although now we we talk about how confident he is he seems like he's pressing to me you yeah. know he wants to be confident but you can tell the
1: misses are getting to him yeah.
2: yeah, but he knows he has to
1: take them. but then he's the numbers are
2: piling up I, I and 28
1: percent is never going to
2: make anybody feel too good I, I like the theory from one marcus thompson on what kind of shot uh jordan pool should be taking to maybe get out of his own head uh it's too bad marcus is it oh my god marcus thompson. oh my god can i guess marcus yeah. thompson do you just want like 19 foot you know,
1: just mid-range twos. Man, look, the, the legendary basketball teacher, Jim Barnett, said, if you're missing your outside shot, go inside. Get to the free throw line. That's how you fix your shot. Get to the free throw line. I, and he, when he took that little pump fake, one dribble in, hit the floater, he wasn't thinking about it. There was another three at the end of the shot clock that almost went in. He wasn't thinking about it. It looks like, especially on them wide open ones, he was thinking about it. And he's just not, he's not in a good headspace to think about it.
0: Okay, we will get back to the podcast shortly. But first, a quick message from one of our sponsors. Ever wonder how to get the hottest new sneakers? The ones that barely hit shelves? The answer is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. Millions are already using StockX to find everything after it sells out, from the latest Yeezys to every retro Jordan to the hottest new streetwear from brands like Supreme and Palace. StockX allows users to buy and sell pre-owned, excellent condition luxury handbags and watches from brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, Rolex, Omega, Tudor, and more. Want in on all the hype? Check out StockX.com slash bball for a surprise offer that won't be around long. That's StockX.com slash bball. Check it out today. And now back to the podcast.
2: I kind of like the floater theory because generally, okay, a floater's not a great shot in basketball. Um, you know, maybe you make it 40%. I don't know. But it's not a shot generally where you're thinking a whole lot. So I, I kind of like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's not right? tight. Yeah, it's not tight. Like, yeah, the ones like the Clay Thompson
1: come off this double screen catch and shoot that we've seen Clay is incredible at. Jordan Poole is missing those because he's thinking about it. He's tight, and I think the shot's a little tight. So uh, I, I would agree with that. And I'll just say, again, get to the free throw. What Alec Burks, good game, everyone saw like We all thought it was a good 12 game. Twelve free throws. Yeah, it was twelve free throws. He got himself the line. He got physical. He created something, and he made 11-12. And that's how you veterans build a game if the shot isn't great. And we know Alec Burks is not a great shooter. Uh, but I'm gonna be real quiet here because he was real near us when we a little while ago. But well, you. Uh, but could go fight, I go was fight told for some Alec points. Yeah, go wanted some to some go
2: 50-40-90 this year. Oh I yeah, what? seriously. You know, you know what was so funny was after the game uh, because they make certain players available to media and they do that podium uh, after a few players went. Raymond Ritter, the PR man of the Warriors, I'm sure the people listening know, said, anybody want Alec Burks? And the media, just collectively, and you can say maybe we should be better at our jobs, I don't know, but everybody just kind of shrugged and said, no, we're good. And I think that is the story of this season right now, because... Burks could he could go for 30. He could go for 35. It will not matter nearly as much as Jordan Poole breaking out of a slump and scoring 15 points efficiently. This right now, it's not about those guys. It's not about the veterans they've signed to fill out the roster. It is all about the youth movement and, additionally, the lottery pick that will be coming.
0: Yeah, you know who should be more interested in Alec Burks You know, doing what he did off the bench tonight? Contenders. Contenders that need a bench scorer uh, because he will probably be available for a second-round pick if needed. <laughs> But, um, good.
1: Alec, you here? <laughs> good, hey, he might, you wanna he
0: might eventually uh, want to get out where, where, where
2: of here. Where do you want to go? Um,
0: s- good night for the Warriors. You get, uh, tank-wise, you get the loss here to go to 2-11. and 11. The Wizards get a win, a blowout win in Minnesota. So, they now have three wins. Grizzlies win at home. Uh, there was another bad team that won. So, yeah, they are the only two-win team in the league, 2-11. Weisman game.
2: It was a Weisman game. Yeah. Um... I mean, that's what's going to be interesting, too. I'm, I'm I'm right now trying to watch some film on these potential lottery picks for the Warriors and try to figure out what they need. They're in an unusual situation because most often a lot of these really bad teams just need whoever you got, you know, whatever player is going to fit. The Warriors kind of have a fully formed team when everybody comes back healthy next season, theoretically, um, or at least something to it. And... You know, they've got got an interesting situation on the horizon because I don't know if the talent in this draft class necessarily slots into the Warriors' needs. But that's something to monitor. I think Wiseman fits
0: best because I think they need a center. I, I, you know, Kavon Looney's long-term health situation, I mean, do do we think he'll ever be more than a 24-minute-per-game option?
2: I mean, clearly... in my oh, yeah, opinion, Mitch, either way, right? Yeah. Even if it is. I, think, I think Wiseman is somebody who could potentially fit, but it might be a situation with him where if you don't get the number one pick, you're not getting him. Um, but I, I just think the most natural fits for them – would come from wings, and for whatever reason... It's guard-heavy. It's so, you know, everybody is trying to be the next Steph Curry, I guess. Everybody is patterning their game, and it would be... Ruining
1: college basketball, too, now.
2: He ruined the league, and he's ruined college basketball. Well,
1: the higher the the pick, the more value if you throw it in a trade, too. Exactly. And, and, you know, I think they need athletes. I think they need big athletes. You know, they lost... See, one of them was was really good, number 35. Another one, uh, Andre Godala, and another one, Sean And you know, They need length. They need defensive versatility. They need those guys. That they're you know they're trying to Glenn Robinson's the guy we're throwing out there, Alec Burks, and those would not be the guys you would consider that. So whatever they can get, if there's some length out there, Wiseman's the one we know. Uh, I think that would be very huge for them. Or, yeah, somebody wants the pick and you trade it for.
2: Tatcha, uh, yeah, something.
1: and with somebody for for some, a young veteran who's lengthy and uh, defensively versatile,
2: yeah, Wiseman could potentially be. I mean, you've heard comps to a more athletic Chris Bosch, um, or maybe Anthony Davis, something similar to that. Uh, I, look, any team could use that, <laughs> yeah. No,
0: he would be dangerous in the lob game. I mean, it would be like a Completely, like a way more skilled
2: um, JaVale McGee version. And he's kind of got a feathery jumper too. So he's got both. Now, I don't think we've seen enough of him overall. uh, to really. I've seen
0: like two games. (laughs) I've seen two games.
2: But from what I've I've seen, from what I've read, uh, he can shoot it. So you potentially have a guy who could be bombing threes. The Warriors could have a five-out system. And he could put pressure on the rim. That would be really exciting. I still think the position of need more so – probably on the wing even with Clay coming back just because the championship is determined he all are coming back too maybe <laughs> uh, potentially but he's gonna be what how old is he gonna is he gonna I'm be so gonna go rested back? after he this lost year. <laughs> a year he's a year younger yeah
1: <laughs> out <of the> year. <laughs> down at 34
0: anyone have any uh larger broader thoughts on on these 2 and 11 warriors before we get out of here um uh, chase Center was hyped would, chase yeah, it yeah, yeah, that's, sure. a that's a good thought that's a good thought um they're enjoying the scrappy
1: nature of this team and uh, I guess acoustically this is going to work here. Yeah, no, the, the acoustically it works. When it when the crowd is revved up, it gets loud. Now, we haven't heard it, you know, with Steph going crazy. We haven't heard it. In, you know in a playoff situation, and we will not hear it in a playoff situation this season, but when there I think there's no no doubt when this team is playing well, Chase Center responds, and you can hear it and it is it is right on top of you, and the players are reacting to it. They just don't have enough good players right now to really make it a difference, but I think man, you know when Curry's back at some point and he's hitting threes. This place can be loud. Yeah, I liked. Remember when they rose at the end
0: of the half um, before the possession? Yeah. Can you imagine that last year with. The, the, you know, they're down 52 51 at the end of the half. They, Oracle would have been like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like,
2: are how doing? are we what losing? Are Tonight they were rising to their feet. Like, we could maybe get a lead at half. It is kind of fun. I, I, I maybe. I can't. I don't know what the average fan is experiencing, but I enjoy. I enjoy this kind of basketball. What? Yeah.
1: When did that? When did the switch happen? What do you mean? You've I, been bemoaning the losers, bro. Oh, no.
2: His team. I can't watch. Now you here. Watch rock the it. Utah Jazz. Yeah, Wait so a, a second. That's hey. public
1: Ethan versus private. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah public Ethan is like Bob, <laughs> Bob Fitzgerald. Wow! What a fun team <laughs> to watch. Best team in the league. They're playing the. Best team in the league, and they're really trying, guys. That's 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 the public, so that's even. That's what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. No, I think um I, I the the com- He's been converted by Kai Bowman. The conversation the blonde hair just, just doused you. You, you know the, you know the conversation know. that Marcus is referencing is after that Laker after that Laker game. I, I think I, I was talking to Marcus on the phone. I was just oh man, this is so bad. This is so bad. I just had toxic shock, Anthony, from watching that game. Well,
0: I'll tell you that
2: this team is a lot tougher to watch. On the road
0: uh, because they've been getting blown out. You know, the Oklahoma City game that you guys probably like barely monitored. Um, no, you guys there. kind of get a little bit more freedom from that, having to be in those arenas when they just immediately drop down ten. Like the other night, that's in Staples was just like, well, uh, what's, That's what, the night. been to that my first
1: six, seven years covering this team. That's it, what it was. It, it, what's
0: tough?
2: Watch where you go to the Wizards game <laughs> in March. It's gonna be sleepy as hell. Oh, We're going to Charlotte, oh, man, I think what's right rough right? about watching <laughs> the Orlando. What's what's rough about watching them is is it? a great Actually, <laughs> they
0: might be in those games. Oh, Orlando will probably just anyway. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, is there well? It's just what's rough about watching them when they're bad is that they, the passing, the passing, like it can be, man, if if, if D'Angelo Russell had gone down um, and, you know, it seems like he's going to be OK, um, they are oddly bereft of passing. Like they don't have it is just a complete switch from from last season and that can be a little rough to watch when things go bad but I enjoy watching prospects I enjoy seeing what do they have in Pascal that's a fun situation to monitor I don't know where he goes in the fictitious redraft that we talk about you know would he go in the lottery lottery yeah that's, he's going in lottery yeah. yeah that's a win that's uh that's that's pretty where good where would Jordan Poole go
1: in the fictitious redraft uh, where he was where he, ori- where he was originally yes, 40, mocked mid 30, mid 36 38 Oh, yeah. They, I don't know. I
0: mean, like, there's yeah. not like there's a bunch of rookies no. that have, like, exploded onto the no. scene. No. So.
2: I mean, it's the Ja Morant show right now. That guy. Woo, can't wait for Zion. That's what I'm waiting for. I mean, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, Ja Morant's is just locking up rookie of the year. In a redraft this has nothing to do with the Warriors and, hey, prisoner of the moment, but in a redraft, I'm taking Ja Morant number one. I was taking them off his the bat. I love Ja Morant. Yep
0: talk to me in february yeah, with zion. zion did you see zion in preseason i understand yeah, yeah, the weight thing and the and the knee
1: thing oh, is a definitely concern that's, that's it is fine, it
2: right? is part of the it whole is. thing. Isn't that's isn't
1: so nick so are the ones that they like, they're going to get zion and they're going to get durant it's going to be <laughs> so incredible <laughs> so they get rj bert and nobody's like eh, he's okay when he is that's I had an argument with a former Warrior last season, who is a who was a Warrior last season about that. Who told me R.J. Barrett was going to be better than Zion Williams? I, was like, I don't. I disagree, and I really disagree now. R.J. Barrett's just that a was player. A crazy He's a take player. from McKinney. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. That, war, that Warrior just likes being a contrarian. Trust <laughs> yeah, me. Maybe true. Maybe true. And then stop talking to me. So that's uh, a whole other. We don't need to go down
0: it's this road. Hot, I, need to, I need to take the podcast take off Quinn, the air. I'm taking Zion.
2: But I chatted man, with uh, Quinn
0: Cook for about 10 minutes in the Laker locker room the other night. He was just asking about the Warriors. And so they had just beaten the Warriors. And I told him the Warriors were 2-10. and 10. He was stunned that that's how bad their record was. I was like, yeah, that's the worst record in the league. And he was like, what? They're the worst record in the league? I was like... Do you not
2: follow this? <laughs> um, was I was kind of he would be following it really intently, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, he, but... He's like Tim Anderson when they asked him about the baseball trades, and he just said, I don't follow baseball. It's boring. <laughs> I just do this for work. I mean, this is, this is just what I'm good at. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, Wait, I will you tell t- Kevin Durant is on the Nets? What? What <laughs> Quinn, might yeah. Quinn might know that one. Quinn might <laughs>
0: know that one. All right. Uh, I will talk to you on the road trip at some point.